Hi, I'm Jason and you are listening to the Slippery Slope. I just want to thank everyone for listening and again encourage you, uh, please like and share on whatever platform you do listen to this. Um, Today is the 26th of January 2022 and so that means it's Australia Day in Australia. That's when we celebrate uh, what's probably the, I suppose, known as the, the birth the birth of, of modern Australia. Um, it's actually the uh, the anniversary of when the first fleet came into Australia. Uh, so the first fleet from England came to Australia and uh, we celebrate that on the 26th of January. Now, obviously, it's also referred to as Invasion Day by a lot of, uh, by a lot of Australians. And I've got to tell you, I've always had a bit of a mixed, I've always had mixed emotions when it comes to celebrating or remembering or celebrating Australia Day. I, I don't begrudge anyone who, who wants to celebrate Australia Day. I think this is, it's a good nation, it's a good country. Um, I think we've achieved a lot. I think, uh, I think it's a great place to live. Um, I think sometimes I, I do wonder about the celebration of this day which when you think about the day it actually marked the beginning of the end for hundreds of thousands of people so in Australia and obviously it wasn't called Australia at the time but in this island continent that we now know as Australia there were already close to a million people here and then it took roughly 50 years after after Europeans came to Australia and the indigenous population went from from approximately a million people to well under well under half a million people so the population of Australia the population of indigenous Australians was decimated from that day on from that day forward and I remember when I was a little, when I was a little kid, I was I was born in the seventies. I remember, you know, at school, learning how uh, Captain Cook discovered Australia, which always seemed, and you know, discovered Australia and the Aboriginal people were here in Australia. And the picture that was painted when I was at primary school was, you know, it was just such a happy, joyous time, and everyone kind of got along. And here we are now. Um, you know, we're all just living peacefully together. <laughs> and I remember later on in life thinking it was such a such a weird thing to learn. It was like it was like you know nothing nothing bad to see here. Everything's good. Um, you know, they came, they came, they saw, they conquered, and we're all happy now. It's all good. And it, I think my 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 thoughts on Australia Day really started to change. Uh, when I was a teenager, I remember my uncle, Uncle Alec, Alec Power, and I remember him telling me, he was telling me how he used to work on a, uh, on a sheep station when he was a really young man, and it was out at Western, out far Western Queensland, and he was working on the sheep station, and the owners of the sheep station didn't want to pay him, and they, at that time, um, you didn't have to pay indigenous australians a wage for working on on your farm 
because they were indigenous no other reason only because they were indigenous you didn't have to pay them if they worked on your farm all you had to do was provide them with food and water and maybe lodging i believe um so <laughs> and he's telling me how the the property owner didn't want to pay him now because he was a uh he was obviously indigenous australian but he was also south sea islander so his his um his family had also come here uh as a kanaka what they refer to as kanakas which were basically just slaves to people who were kidnapped i've told this story before how our family were uh my great i think it's my great great two of my great great grandfathers were were brought over from vanuatu uh, they were tricked into getting on a boat, brought over, and then they were slaves for property owners here to cut the sugarcane. Okay, and then obviously, if you were, I'm talking, you know, 100, 150 years ago, you're a black man who's been brought over from Vanuatu. Uh, you know, the only people that you're going to be able to mix with, the only, um, you're not going to be able to marry the local white women. No, no. You're going to have to obviously marry the local indigenous women if you're going to be marrying. So that's why Queensland has a lot of um, people like myself who are that mixture of Australian indigenous and South Sea Islanders. So descendants of Kanakas, descendants of the sugarcane trading slaves. And so this is, obviously this is my uncle Alec, who was married to my aunt Esme. And he's telling me the story how the property owners didn't want to pay him and what he ended up having to do, he had to convince them that he was not indigenous, that he was actually, he was actually a South Sea Islander and therefore they had to pay him. And this story always stuck with me because I, I thought, you know, he was, he's, he was just the previous generation. He was the previous generation. Like I said, I was born in the 70s. So he was probably 30, 40 years older than me. And yet, this is, a, this is someone who I could see, and he was still working at the time when he was telling me this story. And I was thinking, isn't it funny how someone of that generation had to, had to argue, had to fight, just to get paid the money that was actually owed to him? come here work on our property oh no we don't want to pay you and what's the reason why we don't want to pay you purely because you're indigenous australian and then he had to fight had to argue had to put a case forward and deny his aboriginality and convince them that no no i'm i'm only south sea islander so you have to you have to pay me and that's the way he got paid and I always, this story always stuck in my head because I started to think, as I got older um, in my teenage years, I started thinking about how it's funny how that wasn't that long ago. And I had someone like my uncle, and it happened to other, I found out later on, it happened to other family members of mine who had to deny who they were in order to get paid. And the only way they were able to get money is to deny being to tell people that they weren't indigenous australians they weren't aboriginal because that was looked down upon because lawfully legally they people didn't even have to pay their money legally they couldn't even vote 
so you have to deny who you are and I, it always stuck out it always stuck close to me it would always stuck in my mind how this was this one generation before me and these are the kinds of things that he had to fight for that he had to argue for just to get paid the money that he was owed nothing more nothing less nothing outlandish there was no standing up there and claiming to be the victim of whatever tedious situation that they've gone through and how everyone now claims to be the oh you know i'm a survivor of this i'm a survivor of that no no he wasn't claiming to be a survivor of anything he was just claiming to get what was actually owed to him for the work that he was doing so that he could live properly and not just like some animal and it was this story that stuck into my head and then going on other stories from other family older family members that made me realize that there is so much more to our history the history of australia than what than what i was told when i was when i was little when i was um when i was you know being taught australian history in primary school and there's still so much more to it and i believe like i said although i don't although i would never um I don't begrudge anyone from celebrating Australia Day on the 26th of January. All I would ask, all I would like people to do is just remember, you know, this nation was not just born out of, you know, uh, just a nice fancy day on the water where all these boats rocked up and people all jumped out of their boats and the local indigenous people they rocked up and they were standing on the beach and there was all just hugs and kisses and oh wow look you're here let's all celebrate and let's live joyfully together how it actually the things that actually happened from that day from that day forward from that time when the fleet rocked up and decided um and decided that this nation, this continent, was going to be a part of of the British Empire. That actually led. That was actually the beginning of the end for thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands and thousands of local indigenous people who were already here were already here living living and doing what they wanted to do with this land and that's all I would ask I think we should celebrate Australia I think we should celebrate Australia Day I'm not a fan of celebrating it on the 26th of January I do think it should be changed the date but I do think we should celebrate Australia Day but no matter when we do celebrate it, I would like to. I would like people to think a little more, to be a little more considered when they contemplate Australia and how this nation was actually birthed, and remembering that when whether it was Captain Cook or whether it was actually Governor Burke who was the first one to proclaim terra nullius that this nation wasn't birthed out of out of truth and it wasn't birthed out of a sense of 
well, it wasn't birthed righteously. It was actually birthed because people decided they were going to take something by force and they were going to proclaim their will on a people that were already here. And because they decided they were going to proclaim their will and push their will on another group of people, thousands upon thousands upon thousands, thousands and thousands of people lost their lives. Now, I I never think, I don't think Australia, I don't think it's practical to go along and and start giving back land. and, And I don't think that current generations need to pay for for the for the the past sins of other generations or anything like that, um, you know, I, I don't believe that we should be doing any of that. And and every generation, every nation, every group of people, every family can look back and say, you know, someone else in their family, another generation, a previous generation, um, and migrants for, who come here now, they can all look back and say. These previous generations, they went through hard times. And because they went through hard times, I'm now living in this country, maybe having it a little easier than what they did. And I think that's what we, as Australians, that's what we need to respect a little more, is that this country wasn't birthed... This country wasn't just birthed out of of, uh, smiles and hugs and kisses. This, This nation was birthed This nation was birthed out of loss of life, out of a group of people that decided they were proclaiming their will over another group of people. And we should celebrate Australia, but we should also remember the truth and how we got to this great nation that we are now. And we got here because of the sacrifice And I'm not saying it was a willing sacrifice, but because a lot of people sacrificed a lot of different things. Whether it's it's the First Nations people who were forced out of their land, whether it was the, the convicts who were forced into the land, it doesn't really matter. We we just need to remember this nation was birthed from pain. And really, I would like to just contemplate and for people, I would like for people to remember the actual birth of this nation and how it actually happened. I love Australia. Thank you for listening to The Slippery Slope.